All right. You know, sometimes you just got to hit record. Sometimes you just got to hit record and hope and hope for the best. I'm looking up there. Uh, hello. 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 And welcome back, everybody, to another Radnorock and a Skeleton Crew Fight Club Radnorock. That's going to be the thumbnail. Um, it looks a little better than last time, right? And you know what? I hit record simultaneously on my computer and my recorder. And I realized that I probably didn't have to do that. It's okay. I know for next time. Not that it was detrimental doing that. But, you know, it's one less thing to stress out about. But anyway, hello, my name is Justin. And this is my podcast. I said that already. Radnorock. And a Skeleton Crew Fight Club episode. And Skeleton Crew Fight Club, that that episode type of the Radnorock podcastverse, podverse, podverse sounds better, uh, it's freeform. It's a little freeform to do. You know what I mean? It was, uh, <coughs> excuse me. It, it, it was, you know, like that was a fake, that was a fake cough. I'm going to be real with you. I'm all about honesty right now. I'm going to be real with you. That was a fake cough. And, uh, yeah, I coughed because I kind of felt like a little wheeze in my chest. I grew up with asthma and I still have asthma, but it doesn't flare up as frequently. I, uh, my son has asthma. I feel bad. He definitely got that from me. Um, yeah, so I felt a little wheeze, and just instinctually, I I coughed a bit. Now, that's neither here nor there. I'm still just trying to get used to this, guys. Like, I've come to realize I had all everything I needed to be doing things this way for a while now. But I, I thought about it too much. I over complicated it and I know I said this on the last fight club but I'm really kind of understanding that more now more than ever because if you would notice can you notice do you notice that the the visuals are much better and I'm, I'm I figured out how to use another camera to make it look better it's I don't research things I don't I don't research things and that becomes a problem because I invested in this whole new to-do and I haven't been using I've been using some of it. I've been using my computer. I've been using the recorder. I've been using the mic. And like, you know what I mean? But the light, I guess it's really just the light I haven't been using. <laughs> but, but, I keep looking down there at me. I'm up here. But, um... While not using the light, I wasn't doing a video portion, like aspect of this. And now that I know how to do it, now that it's so simple, I'm my addiction. I have a podcast addiction. You know, I have a podcast addiction. I I I was in a position where, and I've remedied this now. I was in a situation where I love the medium of podcasting so much that I just wanted to podcast about everything. You know, if you've if you've followed uh, more specifically Skeleton Crew over the years, because Leo Legacy is like a Leo Legacy came to be because um, I was attacked by Cyber Ninjas, which is a whole thing. But yeah, Cyber Ninjas attacked, and I had to uh, make do very quickly. And that gave birth to Leo Legacy, which I guess it was technically kind of a blessing in disguise because look what it's become. Uh, it's not much. It, it's become it's become a uh, an on a digital footprint, basically, for myself and my children. Um, and yeah, you know, it's I got a lot of faith. If, even if it doesn't like amount to, you know. Joe Rogan stat status, which I mean, I don't think I don't think a Joe Rogan status could really be reached again. Um, if nothing else, 
if this doesn't grow into anything worthwhile, it's going to be worthwhile for generations to come. The, the legacy of the future, you know what I mean? Right now, my kids, then my kids' kids, and so forth and so on. They're going to be like, wow, my great-great-grandfather was an idiot. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. You guys came from my seed. You got idiot. You got idiot in you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So being that there's a video element to the podcast now, uh, a lot of you on YouTube where this will be going and rumble and other places as well. But if you've been following with like the classic cartoon commentaries and like the vlog and Terry's and stuff like that, my face is nowhere in the mix. And you may be familiar with my voice, sure, with the commentaries and whatnot. I do a lot of talking. But the visual, like, is this a mad, is this, I mean, I guess if you follow the YouTube and social media and stuff, even on social media, there's not a lot of pictures on me. I don't, I don't, I'm one of those people that thinks the camera steals your soul. You know what I mean? So every time the camera's getting me, did you see that? I hit it. I hit it. It's not a podcast unless I hit the mic stand. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I was saying something stupid that it just kind of, I lost track. I was saying that a camera steals your I don't believe that, actually. I just thought it was going to be funny. Was it? Oh, anyhow. I've had a day. Not a good day, but a day. And I, uh, I don't know, man. I wanted to hang a Portuguese flag right there, but I already spent way too much time dilly-dallying today and dealing with, like, stuff and you know there the are there could be an argument where so i've i've divvied up rad in a rock into uh it's like a podcast tree the podcast tree of life like you know norse mythology right is that the thing is that the tree of life anyway so rad in a rock is the podcast now there are watch alongs retrospectives skeleton crew fight club uh, for a while, there was Bad Narok, Mad Narok, Dad Narok. I was really going on the Ad Narok kind of thing, but then it kind of got too much, got too muddled. So I just kind of, and then I had introspectives where I would just deep dive into myself. Now, those are still up there. Uh, and I guess arguably this could be an introspective episode, but... I have more fun calling them skeleton crew fight clubs. You know what I mean? And I'm kind of feeling like introspectives might be a little uh, too many. There's too many up there. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm branching out too many places. Like the watch-alongs and retrospectives go hand in hand. And then the retrospectives also branch off into like everything you didn't know you wanted to know about blah, blah, blah. And then the introspectives were everything you didn't know you wanted to know about me. And I guess that could still work, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just going to roll with the Fight Club thing. I just, I think it's fun. It's just a much more fun name. I could have guests and stuff coming on. Um, and then I can only really deep dive into myself so much. And then I could deep dive into, you know, I could do, this could be an introspective kind of thing, right? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe introspectives will be reserved for like really diving deep into my psyche kind of stuff, which I kind of feel like maybe now, but maybe not. I don't know. It's been a day. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally and emotionally exhausted. I haven't eaten all day. I'm hungry, but I wanted to do this. I wanted to do this like hours ago, but I got, I got distracted, man. I got distracted. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a thing, but anyhow, that's neither here nor there. We could talk about other stuff. I'd like to talk about other stuff. You like my thing right here? You see this? I got long hair now. Kind of. I showed that in the other podcast, the other episode too. Uh, and then I got this thing. It's like, it's on scale at leolegacy.com. Uh, during the, uh, thing that happened in 2020 where we were all forced to walk around like ninjas 
uh, I'd made these. I made these and posted them on my site for sale, and they doubled as a mask and a headband kind of thing. And I didn't know what the headband part really was. Um, and then I started growing my hair out. And I'm a big fan of the Misfits. Misfits are my favorite band ever. And um, Doyle, Wolfgang von Frankenstein, he has, for the, I mean, those of you who like the Misfits, you know, Doyle has the, the devil lock of all devil locks. And for a long time, I had a devil lock. Not as nearly wonderful as his. Uh, Jerry only has a devil lock as well, but I mean, look, okay, I gotta, I gotta get past this thing with Jerry only. Uh, <clears throat> see, here we are. Now we're in the fight club. I could also be an introspective though. Um, I, I really, cause look at this. Look, clearly this is weird. Clearly. I love the Misfits. And hidden within the Skeleton Crew logo, it's not really that hidden, but if you don't know what it is, then it, it is hidden. But I love, like, secret society symbology and things like that. Um, so I, I... If you know the Misfits, maybe the one on my head's better. If you know the Misfits, you can tell that our Skeleton Crew skull is very much... Dura, it's, a, it's, a, it's a... I call it a tribute. It's different... But I definitely use the eye. That's definitely the Misfits eye. <laughs> but it's a tribute. Skeleton crew, Leo, like, I mean, it's just, it's, it feels like a narcissistic endeavor when I try to explain it, but maybe it is. But then am I a narcissist if I'm able to recognize it? I don't know, man. There's a lot of things going on in my head. Introspectively, I also haven't had any sort of like <clears throat> herbal support lately. So I am um, <clears throat> my brain, my brain, my brain, you know, for my whole life, I've always said that my brain operates faster than the rest of my body can handle. And if you've noticed, I'll, uh, I'll stumble over words very frequently. I, I stumble over words more so when doing the retrospectives, when I'm reading out loud reader anyway, because I'm dyslexic. Anyhow, that's not what I, and maybe dyslexia does play a little part into this. Uh, but I, um, it's not ADD though. Somebody tried to tell me that once and I told them they were wrong. Um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, instead of stumbling over words on episodes like this, I'll pause. I'll pause and I'll put thoughts into what I'm going to be saying. And I'll pause because oftentimes I'll pause because what I wanted to say has already left my brain and I have to catch up with it. I got to be like, Oh wait, I wanted to say that part that went way over there. So let me go get it. Uh, <clears throat> so that's that. Don't know why I was saying any of that. Oh, narcissism. Um, but anyway, yeah. So back to Jerry only. I love the Misfits, and for a very long time. So there. So okay. A lot. I don't know who. I don't know. I don't know what kind of people listen to this. Who are you? I know people listen. I see the numbers. I I see comments and stuff on YouTube. But who are you, people? What are you into? Like, what do you like? Do you like Beethoven? And for some reason you're watching a, you know, skate punk kid from San Diego. Uh, maybe a hardcore kid, but not really that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call that? What is, what is, what is the, what's Misfits? Because the Misfits have been described as hardcore, but they've also been described as punk. And they've also been uh, mo most identifiably as horror punk. So I don't know. And somebody out there is going to be like, the Misfits are never hardcore. I beg to differ. Come on, man. That's hardcore. That's that's up there with like bad brains. What would you call bad brains? Bad brains is hardcore. I'll I'll fight you on music all day long. Skeleton Crew Fight Club. I'm not very strong. Um, I'm really not very strong. I've 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 learned that <laughs> in doing MMA. I am super not strong. Uh, 
<laughs> like embarrassingly so. Have I recorded since my last MMA class? Uh, I have. I did a watch along for Sleeping Beauty. That's going to come out probably before this. Hey, that's out. Go, go. Let's watch Sleeping Beauty together. Um, LeoLegacy.com. Yeah, I've learned I'm very not strong because I just got manhandled at my last MMA class. Although, hold up. Although, although. Okay, tangent real quick. And then I'll get back to my thing about Misfits and Jerry Only and whatnot. Uh, so at my last MMA uh, class, I was partnered up because <clears throat> I'm still like a real newbie. And honestly, I'm in honesty. I mean, I'm all about it right now. Um, tomorrow I'll be, I'll be really into lying. <laughs> um, I, I did my first MMA class. So we all train. Um, well, those of us old enough right now, Bane really for the Leals. uh, we train over at Nashville MMA and he does strictly kids jujitsu. Uh, and then I, for a lot of different reasons, decided I wanted to start training too, but I've really, I've really been methodically approaching this where, um, I started doing, uh, one-on-one sessions with his jujitsu coach to really get a feel for it and like get into, am I going to like this? Am I going to like choking people? I mean, of course I'm going to like choking people. It's more like, can I still do it? I did it as a kid, but can I still do it as an adult? Um, did a few one-on-ones with Bane's coach, Sean, Sugar Sean, not Sugar Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean Allen, which is my preferred Sugar Sean. You know what I mean? Not that I'm not a big Sugar Sean O'Malley fan, which I am, um, but I don't know him personally. I do know Sugar Sean Allen personally, and we get along great. I mean, I mean, he's my coach too, so he's he's gonna be my number one Sugar Sean, and then O'Malley's my second Sugar Sean. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I tickle myself. Uh, yeah. So Sean and I were, we, I did some one-on-ones with him first bit of like, you know, I tested the cardio and strength and stuff like that. We haven't done it since we haven't done that since. I mean, we do a warm up where I'll, I always do a row every single, every single session. I start with 500 meter row. Uh, and then from there we've done various other kind of like conditioning kind of stuff. Um, but the first session we did together was a lot of conditioning. And then we did some basic jujitsu stuff, which I was into, liked it. So I did a gi, I got into the gi jujitsu class, did a couple of those, really liked it. The gi, the gi's kind of heavy. I don't know if it's just like the gi that I got. Um, but there's just something about like when you're, when you're doing like gi jujitsu for me, at least like my belts kind of coming, getting weird and I got to pull my gi down and just get really like, situated again. I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of to do when you're doing gi. Uh, and then I did another one-on-one with Sean where we did, uh, more striking you know, we did some punching, we threw some kicks and elbows some knees into the mix. And then we did a little bit more no-gi jujitsu. And I was like, ah, I like the no-gi. The gi, don't get me wrong. Gi jujitsu is, and this is Brazilian jujitsu. Uh, it's important. It's important to know. It's, it's a good skill set to have because it is different. There's You can grab the gi. You could choke people with their gi. You could choke people with your belt. So lots of different kinds of stuff going on. But the no gi where you just got your rash guard on, some shorts, maybe some compression pants under your shorts. I got compression shorts under my shorts, but I also got a pair of comp- compression pants now that I haven't worn yet. But anyway, neither here nor there. I got – I was way – I was into the no gi. I felt more fluid, you know, I felt like I could move better. 
So did a couple more or another one-on-one MMA with Sean, which was more no-gi, jiu-jitsu-focused. And from there, I was like, boom, okay, I think I got it. I think I got it to where I won't – I'm going to embarrass myself, but I won't completely embarrass myself doing the MMA class because the MMA class, I mean, it's killers in there. It felt like to me at least. Like those guys, a lot of them seemed to – it wasn't their first class. Um And that's the weird thing about like martial arts and mixed martial arts and training at a mixed martial arts gym where you kind of just, even if it's a fundamentals class, there are going to be people in there who have done it significantly longer than you and still be considered a beginner. And yeah, man. So I learned that in doing the gi uh, jujitsu class. And that really inspired me to want to get more like comfortable with the fundamentals and stuff before jumping into like the MMA class. So I got in the MMA class and, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, your first class, dude. Like I went into it with the understanding that I'm going to get some side eyes. I'm going to get kind of, I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed and they might do some things that physically I'm not comfortable with necessarily like comfortable as in like my body's not, used to doing it yet like I it, it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable um but when I say uncomfortable in this sense it's like it's it feels uncomfortable because I haven't used my body in that way for a very long time if at all if at all so uh this class uh got into it we did the warm-ups I got yelled at in in the warm-ups we were jogging you know we're just kind of like doing the like the side thingy and then like uh high like knee or kind of things and like just a job you know just warming up and we were going in a circle and I was I thought I was doing good I thought I was keeping up real well I didn't think I stood out as somebody who didn't know what they were doing and then the coach was like stop cutting the bag I was like what (laughs) like what are you talking about and he pointed to this bag on the ground or pad on the ground. It was like a pad for like kicking and stuff. And he's like, stop cutting the pad. I'm like, oh, okay. So I wasn't going all the way around the pad. I really thought I was following behind the person in front of me pretty well. And to be fair, I did notice the pad on the floor prior, but I thought it had just been left there. Like there was no direction given, like go around the pad. It was, it was just there. And this being my first class, I didn't know that was part of the thing. In the kids jujitsu class, uh, Sean has these like little cones that'll put on the ground and make markers for the kids to know where to go, what they're doing. And like, it's very clear the little cone was intentionally put there, you know? This pad did not, there was no indication it was intentionally put there. And, and there was a dude hitting a bag, hitting a punching bag, like right behind the pad. So I thought I was being courteous by not going on the outside and getting too close to the guy working out. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. Dude's an MMA coach. Of course, he's going to be like kind of drill sergeant-y and gruff. And I'm the new face. I'm the new face with a tattoo. You know what I mean? I, I'm not tall. I'm not a big dude, so, but I got a lot of tattoos, you know what I mean? I think I got pretty, like, if you saw me walking towards you in the dark, I'm not huge, but it's like, uh, what's that guy? Uh, and with my, when I had my the sides of my head shaved and you could see my head tattoos, I was even more so kind of, so I bet you, and this is just me maybe projecting, but I presume the guy had this, like, idea or mentality of this idiot with all the tattoos trying to come in here and thinks he can hang with the boys. And it's like, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I'm sure there are like people that come in and out, you know, people who think they're hard asses and turn out not to be. But anyway, so after I got yelled at, it was whatever. And, uh, we got to the point in the class where we pick a partner and we start drilling together. Well, I picked a partner and that dude, it was his first class too. Um, but he had done boxing and wrestling and stuff prior. So we, we didn't, we weren't out of place in, in the class, but we were definitely 
the beginners of the class. But this dude was way, way more not beginnerish than me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, man. So I don't know. It's, it's, uh, he, he had an earring in. I thought he was a maniac. He had a gold, like, hoop earring. And I, I looked at it. And I was like, I didn't say anything to him because he was much stronger than me. And we were drilling together. So I didn't want him to hurt me. <clears throat> but I wanted to be like, bro, take your earring out. Like, aren't you afraid that's, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to go after it, but we are rolling. Like, we are doing <clears throat> some jujitsu, and I can only imagine, like, maybe that gets caught on somebody's shirt or rash guard or something. And that's not going to feel good, man. Anyway, I didn't say anything about it. But, yeah, he and I were drilling. And then this other guy, he was an older, older than us. Um, maybe about like 12 years older than me, maybe somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe I could be completely wrong and he may be even older, but he was an older guy and, uh, he joined us in a, like our, our, as a third partner, <clears throat> cause I think the class was the, the number wasn't even, uh, and it wasn't his first class. He had, he had, you know, he had experience. And I kind of thought he was like a an assistant coach or something. So I'm not, I'm really not sure. I'm not sure his position. He may have been some sort of like, cause in the jujitsu class, there was an older gentleman, like gray haired. Uh, he wore, he wore like a cup on the outside kind of thing, like real old school dude and super knowledgeable. He threw me around a couple times. So age is not really a factor and it's tech. It's know how, so anyway, I was like, I was stoked because I was just kind of like, okay, cool. I got two partners. Like we, like we're gonna figure this out together. Um, and so the guy, the original guy, the younger guy I was training with, we're drilling with. He, he and I were figuring things out. We were a little awkward, like doing the different thing. <clears throat> Has a little bit of a uh, challenging time getting sequences mastered. You know what I mean? I don't know what that says about me, but so say like, you know, it's like jab, cross, elbow, and then, oh no, wait, it was like jab, scoop the hand, elbow, and then the second part was jab, cross, scoop the hand, elbow on the other side, and even now I'm like trying to wrap my head around it, but uh, it was cool because my partner wasn't like, you know, he was he was having a he was having to get used to it too. And then the other guy that we were training with, he was really patient and really helped out. And all in all, it was a really great class. And I was able to keep up, which, which I was very proud of myself. But ultimately <clears throat> the younger guy I was training with, he, he was just sig He was bigger than me, <clears throat> but not like huge, but definitely like slightly taller than me. Definitely much more built than I was. Uh, and it was just, he was pretty aggressive too. <laughs> like we were, we had our gloves up and we'd hit gloves, whatever. And man, that fool was hitting hard. I was like, dude, <laughs> we're just drilling, man. Stop trying to hurt me. Um, but it wasn't really necessarily the punches that, that like I could, I could take a hit, but it was when we were doing the takedowns. <laughs> like, yeah, the coach added a takedown to, the like drill sequence we were doing and once the takedown came into play uh i i i became very well aware of like i'm not strong <laughs> i'm not i mean i maybe i'm strong in the wild but definitely not strong at an mma gym so there's, there's, there's saying right error on my recorder. And the other times that it's said that nothing bad came of it. So I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to mess with anything because the other times it worked out. So it seemed like it was still recording. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe the audio will be messed up on the podcast front, but the audio is recording separately for the video. So I'm not too, I'm not too sketched out about it. 
uh, okay, so the so we did, did they he he brought takedowns into the play, and he's like, all right, if you need to go get a mouth, go get a, go get a uh, sip of water. If you need to grab a mouth guard, do it now because we're going live. And I heard that, and I was like, oh no. Um, and going live, I guess, really meant, you know, we're 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 gonna fight a little bit. Um, and and when he said that, <clears throat> I think the the coach. I didn't catch his name. The coach, he is not a matchup that is going to benefit anybody. So he switched us out. Um, the dude I was training with went to another, like, much more experienced guy. Like, this this dude that he went to seemed like, like the coach's right-hand, like, guy. You know what I mean? Like, he seems like he's training to fight, fight. You know what I mean? Like, compete. I'm not necessarily training to compete. I may be convinced to do something like a you know maybe like a hard spar or something like that but i'm not i'm not shooting for belts or anything like that no way uh i'm too old for that in my younger years maybe i would have but nah 37 no 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 i'm like my competition days are not not now especially for for starting out you know what i mean or getting back into it uh so yeah he swapped us out uh he, my partner went to the better better guy and the guy he, the better dude was tr drilling with came over to me and so we i think what was the drill the drill was um i, I don't i don't remember but ultimately the drill was like <clears throat> i think it was like pulling in or something like that and then when oh no i think it was like punching we we were still doing some punches and then the coach would yell grapple or something, and then we would go and go for the takedown. I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn here, guys. I I got the takedown. I got the takedown. I I, I my 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 training with Sean really helped out, and then my like jujitsu classes and stuff like that. But <clears throat> so I got the takedown, and then I got his back, and I actually got in place for a rear naked choke and I was I was I was close to it man I was I had I had my I had it pulled back I was gonna fall I had let's see how would it be got the arm around hand behind the head and then I was like arching my back and I was like there and then the coach called he's like alright time but I was proud of myself I was proud of myself I got him I got him to the point of like I had it I had the submission, like all I just, I had to just pull a little harder. And if I had more time, I would have had it anyway. Um, so, so since that happened, I was like, okay, I can hold my own here. I'm still going to do some one-on-ones with Sean and stuff and really like extra train. Uh, but it, it's good. Why do we go into that? <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> Jerry only. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Skeleton Crew Fight Club. I had to talk about fighting a little bit. Uh, Jerry only. So there was a time in the Misfits. <laughs> are you keeping up? Are, are you following me? Uh, <clears throat> misfits. Glenn Danzig. Jerry only. Are like the founding fathers of the Misfits. They've had various drummers over time, um, but their other, their third most iconic member, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, and he has a great devil lock. Jerry only has an awesome devil lock as well. I kind of had a eh kind of vibe towards Jerry only for quite some time because that was the thing. You know what I mean? Like you were either Danzig era Misfits fan or you were. Michael Graves era Misfits fan. And then there was like Jerry only era Misfits fan <clears throat> where Jerry started doing vocals as well as playing bait. You know, it was a whole thing. Anyway, well maybe we'll do a retrospective on the Misfits at some point. That sounds fun. Uh, but yeah, no. So, so the Misfits, the original Misfits are back together now. So seemingly Doyle and Danzig, no wait. Yeah. They've always really kind of been friends. Always-ish. Uh, they still had their thing. But Jerry only and Danza were like, you know, really 
button heads for a for a good period of time and it was just kind of like if you liked Danzig you couldn't really be supporting Jerry only and if you were into Jerry only you kind of thought Danzig was a jerk so whatever they're all back together and now I'm an adult I'm more mature I'm more I got wisdom under my belt under my white belt uh and I understand now that you can like all of it it doesn't matter who cares none of it matters it's all good Michael Graves era misfits is is awesome Danzig era misfits is awesome. Even some of the Jerry only like misfits is still okay. They did an album called project 1950. That was really cool. We just covered a bunch of 50 songs. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I like Jerry only now. So, so back to the point, <clears throat> devil locks Doyle when he's not, he wears a lot of makeup. He wears white faced makeup with, Bolts. I think he still wears the bolts on his neck. No shirt. Super jacked. No way that guy's not on some sort of like, you know, he's definitely on some TRT or something, bro. Something. You're not in your 50s and look like an Adonis. Like it's just, it, it, but he's always been super shredded and super fit. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, and he's vegan. He's vegan. I don't think you, I don't think you can get that, but like, jacked being vegan but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong i don't know i don't know i don't believe you can though uh lots of nutrients you're lacking right i don't think being vegan's healthy like at all um yeah so anyway when doyle doesn't have his devil lockdown he puts it back and has it in like this head thing that's exactly what i have and i never really i would i would see him out of misfits attire and he would have this thing on his head. I'm like, what's on his head? And another person, another did it again. Another person who, who, uh, wore this like head thing to keep their long hair back was Argyle Goolsby from Blitzkid. And you know what? I think he, I think he wore the head thing more frequently when he was in Doyle's band, gorgeous Frankenstein. Um, but anyhow, I always wonder what it was. I was like, what? It's not a beanie. It's not a bandana. It's some like weird hybrid of the two. And I never understood it until I started making these. So, you know, 38 minutes later, just that's what this is. That's it. Is it weird looking? I can't see the back. Yeah. See, it's not, it's not a bandana. And, but what, check this out. Watch. Because then you could do this. Oh. I'm going to move it. Oh, moved it the wrong way. Uh, oh, where am I going? Check it out. So back in 2020 when we had to cover our faces, this is what I covered my face with. How cool is that? It's our skull. See? See? You want to be in the skeleton crew? Come be in the skeleton crew, bro. Should I just do the rest of the podcast like this? There we go. Look at my hair. Long and lush. Can you still see my bats, though? Where are they? Maybe you can't. Oh, you can see it right there. There you go. A little tattoo. Oh, anyway. So, yeah. You can get these over at oh no you can get these over at leolegacy.com in our skeleton crew store look how cool i look i forgot how awesome this was we need another global disease <laughs> so i can so i can have an excuse to wear a mask again i miss being able to walk into target like this <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe that this was okay? <laughs> they let me into into Target like this. They encouraged it. <laughs> to have a skull face. <sighs> you know, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. Look at this. This is neat. And look, it's right there. Like I got a whole thing going, guys. I don't I don't know. Do you know what we got going on over at Leo Legacy Skeleton Crew? Oh, I didn't do that part of the podcast. 
Let's start over. Hello, 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 and welcome back, Monsketeers, Skeleton Crew, back to another episode of Ragnarok. And I'm Monsketeers. Speaking of Monsketeers, what? That's our Radnorock Monsketeer tea. Are you a Radnorock Monsketeer? If you are, go get it. Go get it. All right, I got to take this off my face. Woo! All right, and then I got to... All right. Woo! You like that? I think I've always should have had long hair. Oh, well. You leave, you learn, right? Uh, it goes this way. Okay, see, so you put it on like you would a mask, and then you pull it back into what would kind of be like a beanie, and then you kind of just fold it in the back, and boom. It's a lightweight beanie, basically, and it holds your long hair back. Even if you're bald, you can still wear it. It'll keep your head from getting sunburnt. So if you're out on the fishing boats like Portuguese people, this will keep your... Keep your bald ass head from getting burned. <laughs> hey, look, if you're bald, I respect you. I, I feel you, bro. Uh, I hope to be bald one day, too, because it'll give me an excuse to tattoo my whole head. Like, I'm a little disappointed that I have such a luxurious head of hair. Um, because I would love to just tattoo my whole head. If I do go bald and I do tattoo my head, I'm going to get the Portuguese... Like the middle, the, the cross part of the Portuguese flag, just on top of my head, or the back of my head. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then you kind of, I kind of get used to this. You got to cover your ears. So if you're wearing earbuds, it helps hold your earbuds in. They won't fall in the toilet. Because that's happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a better mood now. I had a rough day. My tummy's growling. I think I'm going to record another podcast after this because I'm just having fun. I love this so much. I love it so much. And what does that say about me? I love talking to myself. But I'm actually talking to people, but not right now. There's nobody here. There's no one here. I'm just talking to, I'm just talking to the camera and a light with a microphone. I'm talking as if people can hear me because maybe they will. The intention is for people to be able to hear this. There's no guarantee anyone will, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. I'm definitely crazy, but in a charming way, I'd say. This is really going to make me want to get more Skeleton Crew stuff, because this is just a straight-up Mickey Mouse Club mug. It's official. It says so right there. Official. Uh... But anyway, um, you hear that? I need to I need to get a softer landing pad for my mug. I want to get a def- I, I'm gonna get more skeleton. This seems like an opportunity to brand. You can get this too. You want to you want a skeleton crew? You want a skeleton crew banner? Comes in horizontal flag shape as well. It's like our pirate flag. If I was a pirate. And, you know, the skeleton crew was the, we were pirates. That's, that's our Jolly Roger. Don't need no, don't need no swords. Don't need, we don't need weapons underneath it. That skull is intimidating and to see. You think you're just having a hunky dory time taking your, your, your spices and goods from, from India to back to Spain. Not on my watch. I'm gonna throw that. I'm gonna throw that flag. I'm gonna coast. I'm gonna sail. I'm gonna sail just kind of near you, and then right, 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 right when I know you can't get away, we fly that flat, fly that face. You know you're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of, okay, here we go. This is kind of weird, and <clears throat> here's another. I guess it might be a retrospective. It might actually be an introspective. Yeah, the next introspective podcast will be about my old band, All Pride Aside. We had a pirate theme. We actually did a cover of Yoho, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride 
song. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we. Yeah, we did that, but punk rock. Yo ho, yo. I had a cool punk rock singing voice. It was super raspy. I got mocked. My bandmates mocked me for it. But other people were like, man, I like what you do with your voice. I was like, I know, right? And now I've started listening to a lot of like, I'm in a, I'm in a phase now in, in my musical taste where I still listen to the same styles of music that I've always listened to, except I want it to be in Portuguese. And it's, it's cool. <clears throat> I listen to a band called uh, um, Midu. I think that's how you pronounce it, Midu. And they're a hardcore band from Portugal. And they, it's like classic, just, you know, post-hardcore in, in like vein of like Bane. And uh, who else would it kind of be similar? Uh, why am I blanking? Not kind of comeback kiddish. Um, yeah, definitely Bainey. Uh, Bainey. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm blanking because I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten. My brain's not firing on all cylinders, but it's hardcore. You know what hardcore bands sound like. Uh, and then there's another band or a guy. A guy. And... Uh, I don't really know how to say his his name, but anyway, he does like kind of root. <clears throat> he's a Portuguese rude boy, rude boy. Um, so it's very like you know dance hall reggae kind of ska, a little bit of rap, like hip hoppy kind of thing going on in there. Uh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And he he does the same raspy voice thing that I used to do. And all part aside. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. But I wasn't like super like that. I was more like, you know, when we do the, when we do the introspective on all pride aside, um, I'll play the, I'll play, I'll, I'll play our first EP and you'll kind of like a really only EP. Uh, and you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But anyway, what's I talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So pirates. Okay. So in all pride aside, um, probably my best friend, one of my best friends ever, you know, I got, I got like three friends <laughs> really when it comes down to that. I mean, there's people that I'm friendly with. <clears throat> there are people I consider friends. Now there's family, extended family, things like that. You know what I mean? Um, like my cousin, Chris, I talk to him pretty frequently and I would consider him a friend. Uh, my sister's not my friend, but she's my sister. So I love her unconditionally, no matter what. And we're friendly. <laughs> Chelsea, are you, are you listening or watching this? <laughs> do, you, do you think we're friends? <laughs> love you. Uh, but you know, stuff like that. Anyway, I can, I can think of like people who I've been, that I that I that I have a a past with that I have history with you know what I mean I have people who I consider friends now that maybe we go back like four years you know maybe maybe less maybe more but I mean if we met in Nashville I've been in Nashville for a little while for quite some time actually and I've had people who I've considered friends who maybe I don't like necessarily speak to anymore. So I don't, I don't know. Were we ever really friends or were we just friendly? I have a lot of acquaintances, I guess. But so like ride or die dudes, ride or die friends where it could be 10 years and I'm like, yo, what up? And it's just like, we never stopped, you know, BSing together. Uh, Robert, Robert Martin, dude was like a brother to me, uh, in our high school days and yeah, dude, like <clears throat> we go through like different spells of, uh, should I fold? Should I have full named him? I mean, that's kind of a name that anybody could have. Uh, <clears throat> it's not like Justin Leal or Leal. That's actually how you say it. Leal. Uh, anyway, um, but Robert and I, he was a pallbearer at my grandfather's funeral. You know what I mean? He's like, he's that kind of friend. Where, yeah, man, just unbreakable is, is our friendship. And so that whole thing uh, comes to this. Uh, when we were younger, <clears throat> we were, he's, 
I think he's kind of mellowed out. I've gotten I've gotten more aggressive and more violent and more, but the, I do MMA. Okay, I'm I'm healthy violent. I'm healthy crazy. I'm the kind of crazy that podcasts and talk to myself and do I do commentary over cartoons and things. You know what I mean? Like I'm that I'm that nuts. I'm not like dangerous nuts, but then I'm violent. I'm I'm a very violent person. Not against loved ones or family or anything. I do MMA. I'll I'll go get in fights with other people who want to fight for fun. You know, I've 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 become more healthy as a person. I haven't really necessarily changed per se. I've evolved. Uh yeah. So Robert used to be I'd ima- I would say, I would argue, and I would argue with him about this too, because I'm not sure he, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if he, he still embraces <laughs> how, how we used to be. We didn't get, we were straight edge, okay? Let me just say that. We, we were straight edge growing up. He is still straight edge, I believe. Um, so we didn't get, we didn't party, we didn't drink, we didn't do drugs, none of those kind of things. But we were punk, we were definitely punk rockers and we got ourselves into punk rock mischief and arguably, and, and you know what, you know what, he was even more punk rock then than I was like, he really got into it. Like he, he would do, he would wear the boots and like the tight pants and he had the mohawk. <clears throat> I was less so I was more like Dickies and spiky hair. You know what I mean? Um, and then he had like a skin, a sharp, sharp, not skinhead, but skin, you know what I mean? He was a sharp, which is skinheads, skinheads against racism. Oh, no, 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 no. Skinheads against racist people is I think what a sharp is. See what I mean? Sharp skinheads against racist people. Uh, I could be making that part. Of it. I don't think I am though. Um, yeah. So he was like, he had, he had that phase and then like. We were both like kind of into like post hardcore, you know, like black flaggy and uh, suicidal tendencies, which I guess is more like thrash kind of stuff. He got into like skate uh, hardcore and stuff like that. But, you know, where was I going with all of that? Uh, I don't know. I don't even really remember. Anyway, <clears throat> so anyhow, uh, Robert, I I tasked him with um, when I die. <laughs> when I die, he 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 got his degree in biology, um, and as a biologist, I. I believed he had the know-how and he was sick in the head enough. And I was, Oh my gosh, like you're not going to believe me, but I was completely serious about this. Um, I hold an affinity for mechanical fortune telling machines. (laughs) And you know, the ones where you like, you put in the money and like Zoltar, from big um there's a few of them at disneyland too uh there's one on main street in the penny arcade or there used to be at least and i think i think there was one by the pirates of the caribbean as well where you put your money in it's like kind of moves like but much more like slow and rickety kind of thing and (laughs) i love those things so much uh, if I ever, if I see one, I, I, I don't hesitate to partake. Well, I thought it'd be fun to, instead of like your traditional cremation or burial or even mummification, I wanted to be turned into one of those. We, I got the idea. Have you guys ever been to the bodies exhibit? <laughs> that really questionable, what do they call it? Is it like an art exhibit like what is it what what is it it's a thing it's a thing it's an exhibit from china where they it's a it's a process called plasticization where they take corpses 
and dissect them in weird ways and pose them in weird ways. Like it'll be a guy playing football with all of his skin missing, or it'll be like all the nerve, all the nerves in the body and the brain and the eyes laid out in a table and, in, or, or just like a person's skin, just, just like you do, like you took it off like a, like a rubber suit, just a skin and really wild really wild experience going through that and not for the faint of heart by any means but Robert and I and Natalie at the time we were all sick in the head enough to want to go check it out and it was cool it was very interesting it it doesn't get weird until you understand like these are all you're surrounded by corpses like these are all actual dead human bodies in these weird elaborate poses missing their flesh or cut in half or like just wild wild nonsense and uh we we all left kind of hungry which is weird because you know what muscle tissue looks like carne asada a little bit uh, <laughs> or flank steak or whatever <laughs> so we got tacos after um but anyway i was like hey wait a minute your body can be preserved in this way and like last for however long i was like Robert, bro, you're kind of a handy guy with mechanics and such. Maybe, maybe, and follow me here uh, when I die, but make it also animatronic. It doesn't have to be good animatronics. It doesn't have to be good animatronics. It just has to be animatronic, and it has to be me. it's It's not an animatronic version of me like abraham lincoln in disneyland it's straight up my body and and providing people fortunes anyway terrible idea so sick no that's not the case so recently uh i'm getting older and i'm thinking like man i gotta really start figuring out like what do you do with me after i die you know, at ages younger than I am currently. So I've outlived both my parents. Uh, I don't know if they had ever, I mean, they, the way they died, they definitely had time to think about it and get things in order. But what if I died spontaneously? You know what I mean? They hit with a meteor or something. Aliens are coming into our reality. So what if, uh, what if I have a, a run in with aliens and I die that way? <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, so that's a terrible idea, right? And then depend if I have a gruesome death, like you're not going to be able to utilize my body for a fortune teller. It's just silly. It's just, it's just, it's just silly. Um, so I, I updated it. I updated my plan, and maybe can this be considered a will? I Justin Leo Justin Leal of Sound Mind here do declare that when I pass away, Robert is. I already said his name. Robert Martin is in charge of the disposal of my body, of my remains, in the manner that I see fit and I, I will dictate now. Uh, I told Robert, I was like, dude, by the time, like, I'm, I'm, I'm being optimistic, like, old age. I was like, bro, by, by the time I die, you're going to be, like, 103. You're not going to want to do this plasticization animatronic thing to my body. It's silly. It just, it's going to be a lot of work. You're an old man, whatever. So my new thing, my new thing is he and my sons will take my body and go into international waters, uh, wrap me up or just strap, strap something, something to me, maybe dress me as a pirate, like skeleton crew pirate, uh, and just knock me overboard. Burial, let's see. I don't think it's like legal per se but if you're in international waters like there's no law uh yeah i just want to be dropped in the ocean now thanks for listening thanks for watching (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with me uh but yeah i think that would be cool just drop me in the ocean man just send me on down to the deep send me to the depths Send me to Davy Jones. That's where I want to spend. That's where I want to rest my bones with David Jones, the bottom of the sea. 
Cause then, and then if people want to visit me, I don't have a grave site, but they just go to the ocean, just go to the ocean and look out, look out on the horizon and know I'm out there somewhere, you know, I may be sitting on the ocean floor crushed by the pressure of the deep. I may have been eaten by a squid, may have been eaten by a shark, bottom dwellers may be picking at my bones. Maybe I, I found a hole to the center of the earth. There's just the mystery. I like the mystery of it all. And then when judgment day comes and the horsemen are in the sky, I will come out of the sea, come out of the ocean with a ship. I don't know where I got the ship. I'll find a sunken ship. Uh, and I'll have a squid face like Davy Jones. <laughs> How cool would that be? Anyway, here's a little taste of how crazy I am. This is this is this is it. This is me. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm gonna do another episode though later. I gotta bank some. Got a baby coming on the way. So this will be two episodes that I got ready to go. Um if I do another one off three, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think I think it's good. You guys there'll be enough content coming out to where you won't even notice I'm gone. Right? Anyhow, LeoLegacy.com, folks, come on over to LeoLegacy.com, scope out all the fun, killer content we have for you, including this, including this, including this. I don't have a Skeleton Crew mug right now, so I'm not going to show that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't put anything behind a paywall. I don't do subscriptions. I don't do a Patreon. I don't do any of those kind of nonsensical things, but I would do and need and would very much appreciate your financial support. Even if you just go and watch the YouTube, I'm a YouTube partner. You watch my videos, I get a commission off the ads. So you don't even have to buy anything on my store. Just go watch our videos on YouTube. Uh, but I would like it if you repped Skeleton Crew. You want to be in the Skeleton Crew. The Skeleton Crew's rad. We're a gang. We're a cult. We're a political party, a religion. We're everything. We're everything they don't want you to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, so yeah, Skeleton. We got shirts. We got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a full Fight Club line. I just discovered that I'm able to get rash guards and compression pants and stuff. So I'm going to start making MMA gear, bro. Not gear, just stuff to wear. Rash guards mostly. And then like gym bags, water bottles, stuff like that. Uh, so there will be a lot of fight club gear if you are of the martial arts persuasion. I don't like people in cars like that. Um, yeah, man. Just there's stuff up there for everybody. If you're a Disney fan, I got Disney th- inspired things i got uh crew tunes i love old timey rubber hose 1930s 20s 40s cartoons i've made my own collection of cartoon characters which are the skeleton crew crew tunes um i'm trying to be walt disney essentially and and a little bit of stan lee in there as well uh yeah got watch alongs for the podcasts you can find those at leo legacy I kind of burped. Dot com, uh, doing all the watch throughs. Um, well, I haven't eaten anything. What am I burping? I'm holding them in though. You probably would you know, or would you think I'm having like a stroke or something? Um, yeah, come on over. Let's go about everything we got going on. Legacy.com. Again, the most recent watch along is Sleeping Beauty. Walt Disney Sleeping Beauty. Check that out. <clears throat> and then we have all the other Disney movies from Sleeping Beauty all the way back to Snow White. I'm also doing the Universal Monsters watch-alongs. I still got to do the retrospective for Dracula, but the watch-along for Dracula is up. Uh, 1931, Bela Lugosi, Dracula. I did a bunch of cartoon commentaries on various video streamers and cringe cinema commentaries where I'm doing like the same thing I do with the watch alongs and the cartoon commentaries, but fused where I'm doing commentary over movies themselves. We got plan nine from outer space currently up and available with the retrospective. So you can go learn everything you didn't know. You wanted to know about plan nine from outer space and there's just more to come. I'm just not going to stop. Uh, and then social media everywhere, YouTube, 
Instagrams, Twitters, Facebooks, all of it, all of it, everywhere is just at Leal Legacy. L-E-A-L, Leal Legacy. Leal Legacy sounds cooler, I think. I might just start saying that. I might start saying it accurately, like appropriately. Leal, right? Right. Anyway, thanks for watching. Catch you on the next one. Thanks for being a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs>